Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Today, I'm joined by Luna to talk about Mega Crab and the coding side of our eighth season, Invicta. I'm joined today by the representative alliance bot expert uh, to help me talk about uh, the bot things and coding things that took place during the season of Invicta. Hi, Luna. Hello. Welcome back. Um, there's, we'll see. I don't know how much there is to really talk about this season, but uh, we'll, we'll do our best and, and try to cover as much as we can. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's start with the fact that, so Nexus Park took place in the fall of 2021. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a big chunk of time uh, in between then and whenever and when Invicta took place where we weren't really working on <laughs> Alliance in so much as we were working on Trials, which we will talk about later. Um, so that I think was partly one of the reasons why there might not have been as much done creatively toward Invicta in this sense. Um, the second major thing that happened that probably prohibited this a little bit was uh, my account got hacked during this period of time. So I had right. to switch over to a new account, my my secondary account. Um, so did that happen before or after Invicta or like during? Bef- I don't it was it during the off season. So it was... okay. It didn't, yeah, we were, I don't even think, or I, at least I assume the, I don't know if I had to remake the Invicta server or something, because I assumed there was an Invicta server already, and if my account was gone, I couldn't still be the owner of that server. Yeah, I was curious about that, because at this point, so, <laughs> yeah, because at this point, I wasn't on, I, I was still not on production officially at this point, and I was just working on the bot stuff, and so I don't know what happened behind the scenes with what happened to Invicta during that time, but I am aware of, like, I I can't remember if it was, like, literally mid-trials, like, that's when it happened, and I had to make the new server for trials, so I'm not sure if that had to happen for Invicta as well. I think it did, because I am not in a second Invicta server anymore, I assume, or at least my my current, my new account is not, I assume that I just made a new server. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just was like, all right, here we go. This is what we're doing. Um, we'll we'll pick it up and figure things out moving forward. Um, I don't know that we had much done within that server, really. Uh, so hopefully, I don't know. I don't remember it being that big of an issue from like a workload perspective. But, you know, we had to create the H- a new HQ because the old one got wrecked. And that was a hassle and it was just a a mess just a mess (sighs) but i digress um so yeah there were a couple of factors working against us as far as at least coming up with new things to do for this season from a coding bot standpoint Mm -hmm. um we did the sub channel stuff i think that was all pretty much the same from the previous season you know we didn't have anything in particularly that was yeah especially with it being the like one tribe the entire time there definitely wasn't 
much complexity to it at all. Right. Right. It's like it's basically this the same as whatever we did for the Nexus Park merge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minus the laboratory, it was yeah, the same. Um so that was a lot easier. Uh I think the biggest thing we did this season was we moved poles into Mega Crab. Yeah, because I, I can't remember the origin of, like, why we did that. You might have to remind me. Um, um, <laughs> that's a good question. I I feel like there was a reason, and I just don't remember it at all. I'm not, I'm not sure, to be honest. I, because, like, we used to do it through YAG, but, like, the problem was we'd have to lock the pole at a specific time. And I don't, I know it's, I know, I don't know if it was true in Nexus Park, but I know in some seasons we'd like hide the channel, record all the choices, and then, you know, reveal the channel again so people could keep voting on the polls that hadn't locked. Right. So it's this idea of like, I think, I, I think I, I'm starting to remember <laughs> this idea of like, oh, you're, I, I think I remember us talking about polls and I'm like, wait, you go through the process of like writing down everybody's name manually and writing down if they got points or not. And I was like, why don't just have the bot do that for you? <laughs> well, I didn't do it. <laughs> Uh, at least. I, I'm aware. Yeah. No, I understand. I believe you said that it was like Meg's job at the time or something. <sighs> yeah, I know GD handled the polls for a while. Um, I don't know. I know Meg posted a lot of polls uh, for Nexus Park. So I think GD was, that was toward, I think that was the last season GD was on production. Memory's a little foggy. Um, maybe it was high seas. I'm not sure. But yeah it yeah it was it was kind of you know just way too time intensive uh for something that could be very easily handled by the bot it turns out so yeah because i think that's kind of where like that that's what it sounds to me of like where the idea would have originated from of just some sort of conversation and me being and and one of us being (laughs) like that seems unnecessary like an unnecessary amount of work yeah that's that's a lot of the viewer games, to be honest. Uh, at least why they all changed. Changed, yeah. For the most part, yeah. No, we 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 went we upscaled things. Um, though this, I'm trying to think, this was um, I don't remember having any like sub channel resets or anything this season. But there was one season I remember where we definitely had. It was. It must have been this one because this was the first times we time we did polls where we had to like reset things a lot to like tweak things and add pings and get stuff. Yeah, to work. just like yeah, just like little things here and there. It was just like oh, we like forgot this little thing or oh, we forgot this little thing, and I remember like yeah, as as a part of that, I think definitely one thing we ended up doing was kind of I know at least for the polls we had a like a system that like was in place to like basically save any data that we could lose on a reset Mm -hmm. and that's kind of been i mean that's that's a big thing going into even more recent seasons of like oh man if we reset the bot we lose a lot of data and we need that data for viewer games and stuff like that and so honestly one of the bigger challenges with all the bot stuff is just like how do we make sure 
things are as fail safe as possible. Like if we do need to like fix something, how do we make sure we lose as little as possible? Right. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's still, still challenging. <laughs> um, yeah, I see, I'm looking through the channel and uh, yeah, we definitely had some issues because here's me tagging the polls roll and saying one more time. So it must have been at least <laughs> a couple of times we I, reset stuff. Yeah, because I do remember, so with polls specifically with this version of it, I believe we are still doing it through reactions, yes. which kind of has its own issues. Because, like, the way reactions work aren't really intuitive for polls necessarily, but this is before we are getting into kind of, like, Discord's newer UI stuff. So, like, the buttons and the menus and stuff like that that it can do now. I'm pretty sure it was a thing, but I wasn't as familiar with it, or it was, like, a newer thing. I don't really remember the full context of it, but the idea was we were still using reactions at the time, which don't work super well with what we are trying to use them for. And so there were definitely like some issues of like, oh, you selected it, but then it didn't go through properly. There's lots of little hiccups like that, just because like Discord, like the bot's gonna have trouble listening to every, all these little like things coming up because it has to listen to every single reaction in the server basically was the issue right that's right um yeah we, it seems like we also like we updated it to also be able to send custom emoji uh as well mm -hmm. um we added a it would add a lock emoji to a message once it was step once it was done and you couldn't you know look at it anymore or update your answer anymore we had roles that it um would a role it would ping when the new poll was posted as well as uh, a thing for receipts so that you would get, I think, a DM from Mega Crab whenever you answered something. So you'd have a record of what you said and what you Right, picked. because I think, I do remember there was a whole thing where one of it was like, oh, like if you're answering a poll, you might not necessarily want other people to know what your like what your response was type of thing mm -hmm. and so that's the idea of the receipt because with having the reactions on there we also had it so that it would remove your reaction after it kind of recognized once it once it collected that data it would remove your reaction so that other people wouldn't know what you selected yes that was another i think another driving force behind automating this is that I don't want people, and this is true of, of like boot list and winner picks and stuff as well. I don't want people to just show up at like two minutes before the deadline and just add their reaction to the reaction as the most reactions on it, right? That's not, mm -hmm. you're not, you're not engaging with the game, in my opinion. And uh, you should not be rewarded for doing nothing. Now, if I've seen, I see people even now show up in the lounge and be like, so who are they voting out? And sometimes, and, and like, I don't know how often that those questions show up that like coincides with the lock time of the poll necessarily, but like, at least there you have to actually ask people <laughs> and mm -hmm. then people also have to tell you the answer. So, um, you know, if that's how you want to play it, that's fine. At least we got rid of the sort of 
lurker um just guessing the way you're like at least in this way you are interacting with the chat <laughs> if you're gonna try to game if you try and not read through everything yes absolutely uh so we did that um we had a lot of, yeah we did a lot of tweaks and updates after things started and we still weren't using cogs so i assume this meant we reset everything to fix this at each time right yeah so basically the system we had and, and and as we're like talking about more and as i'm like kind of looking through the code as we're going i'm kind of remembering more and little things um but i'll kind of talk about that as i go basically uh we we had like basically we had just files that we would save all the data to so i would just like keep track of like ids for the messages that would send and then like what things were associated with what and so it's just basically trying to store as much data in like csv files as i could so that like and then i would on each restart it would pull a bunch of stuff from those files and put it back into the bot so that it just like still had all of the stuff it had before and so theoretically it would mean that old polls would still work after the reset so it's not like we had to post all new polls it would just know okay for this poll i'm looking at this one here or something like that um yeah and yeah the main i think the main reason things broke as i'm looking back through it is I remember, so when we were testing this, obviously this wasn't an issue, but something interesting about the way the bot works is with reactions, it only keeps track of reactions on more recent messages. Like That's it right. basically discards old messages and it's like, I don't pay attention to those anymore. <laughs> and so we'd get to a point where like after it's like, I don't remember the exact number, but like, I imagine it's like after 2000 messages are sent, it doesn't pay attention to it. So it'd be like, oh, people are talking in DMs and suddenly our old poll doesn't work. And it's like, oh, that's a problem. And so that was like the main source of why those resets had to happen. It was like, okay, we need to now find a workaround for this. And we got to it eventually, but I'm sure it took a couple attempts just to even figure out why it wasn't working. Yeah, I see here you said it was Discord only caches a thousand messages in terms of message tracking. So the bot doesn't pay yeah. attention to any reaction left on a message over a thousand messages old. Um, yeah, which which is an issue when all messages, when all DMs <laughs> are on server and there are thousands of messages being sent like yep. every hour or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, absolutely. That uh, not a very not tenable. And I don't know how yeah. we managed to keep up using reactions past this season, but somehow we did. <laughs> yeah, um, there, there, there are work, there are workarounds, and luckily I was able to find it, and hopefully not too long to where we could get pulls up and working again quickly. But yeah, that was like the main kind of issue with it at the time. Yes. So it looks like after we sorted things out. Um, there wasn't any there weren't any other issues uh, as far as i can tell um, it, it all all functioned as expected as intended fuss <laughs> um and i think this was just kind of uh, you know this kind of springboards us into why leading to like okay we can do this with the bot let's do more things right yeah. i so i don't know the exact trajectory but 
you know, we end up putting boot list, winner picks, eliminator, all on the bot yeah. because that's. I think the biggest. Yeah, I was like, I, re I remember from our conversations, the biggest one is definitely bootless, which <sighs> took some took some adjusting to get it right. But like, to my knowledge, like when we had talked about it, like on the back end of like stuff that you would have to do to like keep track of it, like bootless was the most annoying to track manually. Yes, definitely. And uh, yeah, no, that it was a lot. It was it was because like, now that winter uh, for example winter picks being automated there's still a, a significant you know amount of time required on the back end for that but mm -hmm. it's at least like i, I don't know it's it's probably not even like that much faster <laughs> to be honest yeah i mean winter's pick is not like that big a deal it was more just like since we have it for everything else why not yeah i think it's what that came down to yeah i think but it's a yeah and it kind it's of that and, sorry good. i think it also helps with that hidden aspect of just don't copy everybody else's answer type of thing right that that absolutely is true um so not super helpful on the like back end like amount of work that we have to that like you or somebody else has to do but i know it, the boot list was the biggest one for that <laughs> if i remember correctly yes no that is true um Dun, 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 dun. Uh, let's see. We did kind of like looking through the uh, the challenges here to see. I don't remember there being. Any. No, the first one that we do goes into espionage. So because yeah. even like some motion here was all. Yeah. Us. Um, yeah. The first. I think the first like challenges on my side of things hit in espionage. I don't think that's in Invicta at all that accurate <laughs> um so yeah i don't know if there was anything else when when did we start hmm. doing dms that was probably in an academy because we were let me gonna be so i can many. take a peek yeah i think i think that lines up with academy that's my because thought. yeah because like from what i'm looking at espionage was area control mm -hmm. um and then the normal stuff and so the only new stuff with espionage was area control stocks and uh some ocean okay checks out um okay so uh invicta <laughs> that's it we're done <laughs> that's it <laughs> easy peasy um brie brief quick uh drive-by shooting of invicta's bot stuff and uh so Given how brief Invicta is going to be, and given how more in depth we expect future seasons to be when we start talking about bot things, we're gonna we're gonna stitch together Invicta with trials. We talked about it a little bit, and uh, there's a lot that goes into trials, and a lot of it will um, sort of give you an idea when we get to it of how we did stuff in later seasons for alliance um and kind of it kind of it's it's this interesting thing because obviously a lot of the stuff that it will sort of predate from academy and so on uh we didn't do that in espionage even which is kind of interesting yeah it, it's it's a little bit ahead of its time but also not current either it's odd it's a it's a weird thing um 
but I guess so general idea so trials is modeled after the hunger games of players being trapped in an area or a group of area channels sub channels and the goal was is to kill each other <laughs> and the last person standing wins and um i don't remember the idea when i had the idea or what gave me the idea i remember lola who won chattern had played a hunger games org and the way she described it night and day from what trials looks like where each cycle you would like pick an action slash location to go to and you'd have like 24 hours to do that and then everyone would have would move as decided and then like things would resolve right it's kind of like a turn-based board game format and cool great nice uh but like no offense to whoever created that org but like child's play in my mind um i wanted live combat (laughs) like real-time stuff happening and so jeffrey and i were the initial people working on this for a while i'd say um and uh our uh problem solving abilities uh led us down the path of let's just use a roll (laughs) and so all the weapons were rolls and all the items were rolls and ammo was rolls and moving places was rolls um we i went so far i was creating rolls for things that we didn't even think up yet because i wanted them to be on all the channels in case we needed them right so you know we never implemented anything to do with poison but i made a poison roll so that if we did it was there and it was already attached to all the channels and it would already you know do the things i needed it to do uh, and then I did like placeholder ones. Like, well, what if I think of statuses that I want in the future that I don't have a role for yet? And then I have to add them to all the channels manually? No, 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 that's awful. <laughs> so so I have like, in the early version, there were like 10 placeholder roles on like all the channels and stuff. Um, put a lot of time into this, I think, uh, <laughs> as it was. And then... I don't remember when we added you to the team or what caused, I don't know if it was something that I asked you to help us with, or you heard about it and you're like, I can't let you do that. But um, (laughs) one way or another, you joined and you're like, no, 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 we're throwing all this in the trash. I was like, what is this? I was like, what is wrong with you guys? (laughs) I was like, you have like hundreds of roles on this server. Yes. Why? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I was like, this is insane. Yeah. So, so we got rid of all the roles uh, for the most part. Um, uh, you know, narrowed it down to a more manageable situation. And this is, you know, this is a prehistoric version of what Alliance uses now, uh, which are. Mm-hmm. So Alliance now uses a lot of Google Sheets for, or it only uses Google Sheets for its commands. Um, yeah, how about, do you want to explain, like, <laughs> your system for commands before? Just just to kind of... That's a good point. Um, so, yeah, so, like, commands started in Me6. Um, 
moved to Dino and stayed in Dino until as late as uh, even Academy, I think the bulk of the commands were still done in Dino because um, Me6 had that infuriating uh, side effect of if you used a command that existed in a place you couldn't or with a role you couldn't, it would tell you that. And that like killed me so much. Um, And so Dino, at least initially, back in the day for any of you who have dino now like you could have infinite commands on dino without premium and so great and same was true of me six uh now you can't you need premium for that and so dino would just be you know you'd open up dino you'd add a command here's the here's the thing that triggers it here's the response tweak what channel it works in great um and then it kept getting more, you know, obviously things get more and more complicated. Well, here are commands that work in multiple channels. Now you have to tab, tag multiple channels. Um, here are commands that have uh, conditional responses, uh, or here are commands that have like multiple responses. So, well, that's a different formatting. And so I would have a, you know, we have a Google sheet for each season and I'd have a big page of, you know, a column is the triggers and, you know, columns B through G are which subchannels I want this command to work in. And then column H is the response. And I would just, that's where I'd put everything. That way it was easier for me to sort through it. Control F to find things. Um, And then usually it got to the point where I think like Jeffrey was generally the person who would just like kind of monotonously throw all those into Dino at, you know, during like downtime at work or something. (laughs) Just because, you know, he, you know, could do it. So I'd, I'd try to make as me- make things as clear as possible for whoever else was doing this. Um, then when we add YAG, YAG also has a limit on the number of commands. You can have 100 YAG commands. I think premium gives you 200. And that's unfortunately not enough. <laughs> um, uh, I think this, you know, we're, we're, t- we're recording this at the end of Sky Cruiser, which... Um, if I look at the Sky Cruiser sheet right now, yeah, like someone pull that up. <laughs> uh, there are 649 commands from Sky Cruiser. Uh, those are related to challenges, but like that's a ton of commands. Like we'd still have to put all those challenge commands in Dino if we were doing it that way. Still, um, so like yeah, that's that's a huge endeavor, and so like you'd have to copy the trigger, paste it in Dino. Copy the response, paste it in Dino. Go down. Which roles can use this? Which va- uh, you know, which channel can this be used in? Yada 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 yada. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's not ideal. Uh, it's I mean, I guess it was ideal as far as we knew, um, <laughs> but but it's not great. It's not. It's a huge time sink, and um, we, you know, and so so that was the idea. And so in trials, like there aren't a ton of commands in trials, but we i wanted some and i think there are and i think those are still used in dino or yag or something yeah Um, Yeah, because like we aren't with with trials we didn't get to the to the point where we're making commands through the sheet but it kind of it's this jumping off point of like okay we can use sheet we can pull data from sheets in order to use it in commands and that's kind of like our jumping off point of like how can we get things in a way to where we don't have to move things over to Dino? Yes, yes. So Trials is dealing with a lot of... So, I mean, just to kind of break some of this stuff down, like 
we have say 10 players running around these channels. They have to move between each channel. Every channel is not connected to every other channel. Some channels can see a second channel, but can't talk in it. Then each player also has some number of health that we have to keep track of constantly. Each player has one or two weapons at any given moment in time, which they need to know that they have, which they need to be able to attack with. And if they're attacking, they need to know the bot or somebody needs to know who they're attacking. So that has to be communicated as well. If the weapon has ammo, we have to keep track of the ammo. There are items that aren't weapons. Um, there's just there's so there's a lot of moving parts to making this function in a way that is even remotely, you know, s similar to something like Call of Duty, right? Like that's a huge that's a high bar <laughs> for a Discord game on t that's all text. Um, and like, you know, I, I, we may never reach something anywhere close to as seamless as Call of Duty, but like that's that's kind of, in my mind, like that's where we're, that's what I'm always aiming for, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, you know, we wanted to try to minimize the variance as much as possible. You know, you're not, you know, you know it's one thing to be like, so <laughs> for example, I think when we were trying to do this all through like Dino and Yag stuff, it was going to be like, all right, uh, every weapon has a different attack command <laughs> or like has a different command for the attack of it. So like bow attack, dagger attack, sword attack, etc. Um, that's a lot. So that's like one command per thing. Uh, <laughs> and obviously we'd have a different command for each movement command for each channel you'd move to and so on and so forth um but that's just well we're, i remember when you first showed up to like help help quotation marks um <laughs> quote unquote help and when you say help it's more like let me destroy your whole system yeah you you i remember you even saying to me like uh i don't want to like disregard everything you've already done but I want to disregard everything you've already done. But I want to uh, <laughs> start over. <laughs> yes. And um, I mean, we did. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think there was at all a, um, a threshold of work that we would have put into this where it wouldn't have made more sense to start over to anyway. Um, I, I don't know. I could estimate that we were maybe like 20% done as far as like... Mm -hmm work and effort commands and all that kind of stuff was was concerned so it wasn't the the worst thing in the world um and it did help to kind of get an idea of like because i would make a command and be like oh i forgot i have to also figure out figure out how this interacts with that and so at least we had a lot of those smaller issues that like we could at least communicate to you from the beginning mm -hmm. but yeah yeah so tell me tell me how you fixed this and made it a thing that actually does anything we want it to do well so like again it comes back to the idea of just like we don't like storing like using roles as your data is not necessary like with with just like coding a bot it's not just like oh here's all this discord stuff it's like you also have access to all of the tools that you would use with like any other sort of coding so like it's it's you don't need to just like do everything through roles like one of the big core like components of this is we have like 
two, three different sheets of, like, just CSV files that we'd pull from Google Sheets at the time. And that would store basically all of the information for all the weapons. And I would pull that into the code, like, I would pull that in, uh, organize that in a way that made sense for what we wanted to use it for, and then go off of that. Like, it's not like everything needed to be done through Discord. A lot, a good portion of it is just done through what you learn in, like, your super basic computer science class. <laughs> like, and I think that's, that's a big part of it, is it's like, sure, we have, like, it, it's got that Discord UI to it where you're using commands, you gotta make commands and have that interact with all your stuff, but a lot of the back the back end of it is just normal coding stuff that you like very pretty basic coding stuff that you see in like any other class um right yeah right so for example um to you know like the weapons data sheet let's say um mm -hmm. left you know first column name of the weapon Second column, name of the weapon, but now it's all lowercase and there's no spaces <laughs> for the bot's sake. Uh, third column is the type of weapon it was. So is it a martial weapon, ranged weapon, other types of weapons that we didn't get to introduce yet? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, how many hands does it require to hold this weapon? Two, one, zero. Uh, is this weapon visible to other people or can you hide it from them when you're moving around? How much damage does this weapon do normally and is that a fixed number or is that a variable number how much damage does this do if the other person is defending how much damage does this do if the other person has a shield how much damage does this do if the other person runs away um you know and then like what response do you get when you pick up this weapon what description do you get when you use this weapon's name as a command um like those are all on a single sheet pulled into the bot and then like it all just you know it's kind of like um you ever see in those like kind of old downton abbey type movies where you've got this giant mansion and they all have this there's this like bell system and all the bells are like located in like the the downstairs workers like kitchen or something and it's like all right this bell is ringing for the third master bedroom on the second floor or whatever <laughs> do you know what i mean mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of like that, right? Like the player is pulling one of those bells and the bot goes and finds where it is and then like reveals, yeah, like turns to, it to, to make it as as little uh to make it like not incredibly technical. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, it's basically just like we have this basic format. It can be applied to anything that as long as you know the format, you can shove it in there and it'll work. Yep. Is basically how it works. Yeah. And that was really convenient <laughs> um just like in un, un, unfathomably convenient so not only does this you know so like just even looking just at the weapons data sheet like obviously this is useful for attacking someone it's useful for uh it's also useful for looking at the status of yourself so you can you know who whether when you have these weapons on you um and you look at your own status it'll tell you my hand first hand i have a javelin my second hand i have a machete and my inventory is empty 
and so on and so forth. So like it's not even just restricted to specifically attacking or specifically weapons based commands. It's other stuff pulls information from this sheet as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's really helpful that um, like I can what's nice about this for me, and so obviously you far better with uh, coding than I am <laughs> and ev- always will be. Um, I would say similarly, like I'm very good at sheets and Excel stuff. Uh, and so it lets me use a lot of that information and knowledge I have. And I think this applies to Jeffrey as well. Uh, he might perhaps be better than I am at this, but use formulas to, again, shoulder the, the brunt of the load for us. So, you know, for example, the uh, response you get when you pick up a weapon isn't, I didn't type out, you picked up a concussive bomb. This is a one-handed area of effect weapon. Um, it's like, it's a, it's a formula that combines, you know, the name of the thing, the number of hands it has, the this, then the other thing, you know, all together. And then I just like copy and paste that down. And it's like, great, <laughs> you know, um, didn't, t- I typed it once and I was done. Or I probably typed it like three times and then had to fix it twice, um, you know, instead of typing it, you know, once for each weapon. And mm-hmm. that in and of itself is just such a time saver because the bot still knows what it means. It's only looking at the value of the thing. Or at least when we downloaded it as a CSV, it downloads the values of it. So the bot's yeah. like, cool, I got it. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. that was just super, super convenient. um so that that pretty much so that's weapons weapons and stuff i think the more interesting and i think this was one that took us a bit more time to kind of iron out was the status command oh yeah and Mm -hmm. so if you you can if you're in the server if you look at in the archive category you can still see the seven confessionals from the people who played the first version of this if you go into any of those confessionals you can see um you know, if, like confessional one, uh, if you, well, confessional one's a bad example because Blink talked a lot. <laughs> if you go, uh, I would direct you to confessional four. You don't have to really scroll and you can see CC's status message just above um, the couple of messages. And you see CC's name, he, him, uh, there's location and it tells you the category they were in and the channel within that category what hand what they had in their first hand and second hand in this case they had a bow in both hands because bows require two hands and that their inventory is empty um it has their profile picture at the time and i think still uh and if you changed your image it might not still be there but (laughs) okay and then at the very bottom there's an image of their health bar and uh of his health bar and so in this case it says one but uh, there's a version of there's an iteration of this this response much earlier that has a zero because CC unfortunately did not live throughout this challenge this game <laughs> CC was killed and so that's pulling a lot of different information from a lot of different places um, obviously it needs to it needs to co- uh, communicate with the weapons data it needs to communicate with the area data it needs to communicate with the health bar that's being tracked separately um, it needs to communicate with CC. It needs to communicate with the server. It's a lot of different moving parts. Um, but, and even if it was just that, it would still have been uh, a little bit of trial and error, I assume, to like get it right. 
Yeah. But the status command has a lot of different functions. And so if you status somebody else um, in the game, it's in the game, mm -hmm. uh, you get the same thing, but different. So like, for example, um, if Spencer uses the status with, with Jessica as the target, um, the bot responds with, this is Jessica, she, her, location, graveyard, category, channel, question mark, question mark, question mark, hand, question mark, question mark, question mark, health, green, but no number attached to it. And so uh, Spencer used that command in the graveyard category. And so that was one of these. The idea here was that we wanted players to have some way to sort of figure out where anyone else was because if not, we were worried that they could just run around in circles forever and like someone could avoid the, uh, another person infinitely. This kind of lets you know, like, all right, I can jump into the graveyard, status Jessica. I can leave the graveyard, jump into the, the park, status Jessica, whatever, whatever. Um, and so it had to end up be conditional on how far away you were from the person you were trying to find the status of. And then on top of that, it's like, well, you get a limited amount of information based on how far away you are or whatever. Um, so I'll stop talking. Tell me how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's, it's that same concept of uh, just, it, it's that same concept of we have all this data within the bot and the, com the way the command works is basically like, who are you trying to target with this command? Are they you? No. If not, we're going to hide some information from you. We're going to take that same like layout that we're using that you would of the information you would get if it was yourself and tweak it a little bit based on how far away you are, like where the other person is, who you're asking about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um but that's like the main core of it. I'm trying to think of what else. <laughs> goes on on top of that but I, like honestly that's that's all it really is at its core is taking all that information we already have comparing it to the player who taking the player that you're asking for and the player that that you are and where you are and kind of checking a lot to make sure it's just kind of checking and comparing to figure out what exactly information we should be giving you yes definitely and so you you know I don't know that anyone's going to spend a lot of time scrolling through um, <laughs> the old archive channels of trials, but like that's that's the long and short of it. Um, you have all this, uh, like you said, you have a lot of stuff happening and being able to reconfigure it as much as you want is uh, super neat and super helpful. Mm -hmm. um, so this... Let's see. So in addition to that, so something that doesn't use uh, a CSV, we had, we needed a way to, um, we needed a way to put, so so if you've, if you're familiar with the Hunger Games, at the start of it, there's this cornucopia location where there's tons of weapons, right? And uh, as you see in the movies, everyone rushes for all these weapons a lot of people die in like the first 10 seconds <laughs> and uh then you kind of like scatter to your corners with the weapons you have and maybe come back if you need new weapons or more weapons and so we had a similar thing with our nucleus channel 
where that's where all these weapons started. So we would use a command to drop the weapons we wanted at the start of the game into that location. And so we needed the players to know what was there. And that spawned the loot command. And so if you move into a channel, exclamation point loot, and the bot's like, hey, A, B, C, D, E, these things are all here. Um, or actually, it says, technically, searching around the area, you notice the following weapons and items are available to be picked up. And then if there were none, it would say none. Otherwise, it would list them all down the, down the line. And so this is kind of an instance where, you know, we'd been talking about, if you look at in Nexus Park with the key card, like that was a value that was specifically attached to court that season. No one else could use it. Here we're attaching values to channels now, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, mo- we're, we're another step above. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like, because like it would give you the same response no matter who used the command. And, but it would only tell you what was in the tomb or what was in the mausoleum or what was in whatever. Mm-hmm. And so is there anything functionally different from that between, you know, a value relative to a player or a channel not necessarily it's like it's like so when you're using command you can pull a bunch of data like basically from the context of where or who used the command and it's basically the same concept there we're like in in this case with the idea of like checking what loot is in a specific channel it's instead of like in this case so like in some in the case of like players and having value it's like uh in that case you're kind of checking like okay who's using the command and this is more of just it's it's the same concept just used in a different way of like okay instead of checking who is here i'm who's using the command i'm checking where the command is being used um and that's like the core of it it's like it again it's just the same concept of just like associating values with specific part with like just like specific pieces of the game yes in a way definitely so when you drop an item it becomes part of that channel and then when you loot you can see it then you can pick it up and then you can loot and it's not there anymore it sounds pretty simple (laughs) um and maybe it is i don't know uh Let's see, um, similar to the attacking functions and stuff like that, uh, items that weren't weapons could be consumed. Zooms it up, consume it, drink the water, gain health, that sort of thing. Um, fairly straightforward. But w- we had one of the, another aspect we had, and this was, I don't know, I feel like there's a little bit of overlap between the timeout command and the like kicks from Snexus Park. Is that possible? I believe so. Off the top of my head, it's been a while since I've messed with this. Um, since I've like looked through all this personally, but I, I I assume it's a similar concept. Like the whole idea is like, okay, after you get there, you you get kicked after a certain amount of time. So I assume it's like similar kind of stuff. Nothing super new there. Okay. Because um, yeah, we I remember a lot of the more um productiony conversation about this was like well how long is this going to last what if you know if we had 20 people playing this at a time are we going to let them just play until one person is left what if that takes 10 hours 20 30 hours right 
um, we there's no safe space, like there's no safe zone to go. You to... shouldn't be required to sit at your computer yeah. for <laughs> yeah. 24 hours. Right. Um, so this, and this doesn't really solve that issue <laughs> as much as we maybe wanted it to, but yeah. it, it, you know, you could time out, you could do it, I think twice a day, uh, which we'll get to. And I think it gave you what, 15 to 30 minutes or something like that, where you would just be stuck in a timeout channel. And yeah. no, I do think we ran into an issue where the bot didn't realize uh, like CC was the only one that used the timeout command and used it mm -hmm. fairly early. And people were still like locating CC in the location that he was in. Right. I believe. Yeah. Um, that, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't test it out perfectly, but yeah, it's like the, yeah, it honestly like testing things out is like, it's, it, it the thing with like testing the bot stuff is like obviously like we know how it's supposed to function and so we're gonna do things how it's supposed to be used <laughs> but obviously that that doesn't work if you don't know how it's intended to be used so there's always little things that are super easy to miss of like okay what if i do this little weird thing you're not expecting me to do and i'm like oh i didn't account for that okay that didn't work as in as planned and so it's like as much as like we want to test for everything it's it sometimes we hit bumps where we're like oh we like literally couldn't we we never would have thought of that to even be an option right um so we always kind of it's it's not uncommon to hit little things like that where it's like oh crap <laughs> oopsie yeah and kind of like going back on to the idea of you know always having you know a fail safe around when something does go wrong like that's those kind of issues are really difficult to address without disrupting things so yeah. for example um if someone's attacking you the they they use a command to attack and then an a, amount of time passes before the attack actually goes through giving the person being attacked a chance to run away or defend themselves and uh idea was you were supposed to be able to use exclamation point defend to defend yourself and after a couple of times of people doing that and it not doing anything um it's like well what what's wrong what happened what did we do and i think it ends up being the case where like the defend command didn't want an exclamation point in front of it with how it was set up yeah i that that sounds correct i think it was like something different yeah because i think i'm trying to remember correctly there was some reason why we didn't we set up defend to not actually be a command and specifically just like as a message to send and i don't re i don't really remember why we did this but i'm sure there was some reasoning behind it but yeah i don't know i i remember going through everyone's confessionals and being like hey if you want to defend don't use an exclamation point it's we told you the wrong thing or something like that yeah because um, it's like it's it's strange because like we have a bunch of these commands i don't rem like there must have been something behind it because like specifically like obviously we set up all these commands but then <laughs> i have i have commit i have defend specifically set up differently and I don't know why we did that. <laughs> I could but not... I'm sure there was some sort of 
reason? I could not tell you. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I, to be honest, like looking at it, I'm. I have a feeling that it has to do with the timing of things, where like, oh, if I do it as a command, something works differently in terms of the timing of things. That's my big guess of like if i was to do timing the like timing portion of it in a command it would work differently than if i was to do it as not part of a command and that's my guess and then i'm assumed the intention was to make it look for exclamation mark defend but it was just a typo and that mm. didn't didn't happen Perhaps, so it was yeah. the, it was probably intended to still look like a command but it wasn't in the back end of things, it wasn't actually a command. Oh, okay. I see. That's my assumption, but I don't really know. It's been a long time. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, so I mentioned um, that we had days. So this was uh, timeout being a method, a mechanism put in place like, oh, I have to run to the bathroom. Oh, I just, you know, I ordered pizza. It just showed up early. Oh, third thing. Um <laughs> Timeout gives you like 15 minutes. Like, all right, no one can attack you. You're safe. Um, go to the bathroom. Go do it. Go grab a snack. Go do what you need. Come back. Return to the game. Um, but again, like, we don't want people sitting here for 24 straight hours because, uh, you know, Bird is avoiding everybody and won't let anyone kill them or won't kill anybody or whatever. Uh, sorry, Bird. Um, <laughs> So the idea was going to be that there would be specific days and days would be true in the sense of like, we would only do a quote unquote day of trials once per day of real life, but that they would only last like two hours maybe. And so after two hours, we would have, I think we had a command set up for us that would like end a day and it would freeze everyone. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't move or attack anybody. Does that, Correct. does that sound right? Yeah. That, that seems accurate. And then when the day re when we resumed things, uh, you'd have gained a couple of health from just resting and you could time out as many times as you want now and you know, but time in, time in basically. And we didn't get into that uh, in the first game that we played. It was over in a little over like 70 minutes or something like that. Um, but <clears throat> that was... That was the mechanism we had set up uh, in the event that we needed it. Mm -hmm. Is that, and I don't know, again, I feel like I don't, I feel like I'm asking questions with the expectation that there's a, de a, a, a lengthy description about how it worked and your most of your answers are just like, no, it just like do, does this one thing and it's done. Um, <laughs> I'm like, if you want me to talk more about like the technical <laughs> side of it, I can, but I don't think that's, incredibly interesting or i don't think it'll make sense to most people but i can try <laughs> no i i guess i just think like so i guess my question would be then is like okay when we you we i think presumably just had like end day as a command or something like that mm -hmm. what is that actually like how is that effectively freezing everything um okay let me see if i can like find the command itself to like to like reference specifically because I'm not going to lie, I'm having some trouble finding it. Um, I found the New Day command. I'm not finding <laughs> our other one though and I can't remember what it was called. 
Um, if you can remind me, that would be helpful. I can't find it. Day. Um, I I assumed it was end day, but if it's not, <laughs> then it is. I I can tell you that I don't think it is. <laughs> um, then I'm gonna need some more. <laughs> that doesn't have anything in the channel. Um, like never even used the command new day in the server. Yeah, because it never came up. Well, we didn't even <laughs> um, test it. I guess. I mean, it might have been that we tested it in the old server. Maybe. Um, I can check the old server if that helps. Wait, currently, new day currently set up to add one HP to anyone under five HP. I don't yes. Know that helps you search for it? I mean, I, I have the new day command. I just don't see our command where we froze everything, which I assumed was a thing. See? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Did I have like a... Like, I assume somewhere in here I have a thing that explains it. End of day. End day. I can't... Yeah, I, I, let me, I guess I can look mm -hmm. through the old server too. End day. Haven't no messages in the server and like yeah not surprising not surprising now has to index the whole server to search for it the same I I tried to do the same thing and it was like why are you even touching the server oh it's still just indexing it forever um test damage oh we still need a next next day what about that. We still need a next day function, you said. <laughs> no, I I don't see it. <laughs> it's not showing up in my code. Um, link for killed message. Each day. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say I don't know <laughs> what the actual. It's been it's been that long <laughs> since we've touched this. Way too long. It's been way too long. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I just see a lot of uh, status testing. Oh, I am getting hold on new day nucleus. <laughs> maybe was there? Maybe there wasn't. Did you look under new day and see if that does the thing? No. So new day, all it does is the uh, get it. It refreshes people's hit points by one. Oh. If you're less than five, and you're maybe well, maybe what we actually did. So, in in alliance. Mm -hmm. We have it set up. The permissions are set up so that um, no one oh. actually has send message permissions in like the DMs or sub channels by a thing that this part like by the permissions on that channel. But the tribe role that they have. So for this season, Ramami has by default send messages are on so that when you join a sub channel, even though nothing in that sub channel is saying you can use send messages the innate role on Discord is letting you do so, which lets me turn that innate permission off and that prevents anyone from being able to send messages in the subchannels or the DMs if I don't want them to. That might be what we did here. Um, same yeah, sort of setup. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. That might make more sense. <laughs> so, uh, okay, uh, I can ask myself this question. How do we stop people from doing anything? We turn off the permission for combatants' role to send messages. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Um, uh, yeah. 
silly. <laughs> All right, that was a lot of crap for nothing. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. okay, I okay. think the last thing I had on my notes here was dying. Yeah. So everyone has 10 health, you take 10 damage, you're dead. Um, yeah. What does that look like code-wise? Code-wise, I can tell you. Uh, so the way that it works is, let's see. So, right. Let me double check something. So I have a command on here called on death. Mm -hmm. And basically, um, I believe it is a command that triggers only by so it's a command that gets triggered by the bot itself not actually a player or one of us using it so the idea is is at the end of an attack command if it comes down to it and the player if it gets to the end of the attack command which i'm trying to find um if it gets to the end of the attack command and they don't have enough if they hit that zero or less hit points uh, it automatically triggers its own command with all the stuff that it needs and it goes through and basically updates any of, updates the embeds for the uh, spectators. It goes through, removes and adds different roles, uh, sends some messages to tell people that they died, <laughs> tell the people around them that they've been dead. Um, and just kind of, yeah, basically just updates the game in that way. It drops, automatically drops all their weapons and all the items in their inventory. And then everything just kind of goes as normal. By removing the rolls that they had, it kind of automatically uh, cancels all the permissions in their channels and all that stuff. Kind of like how we talked about for the, uh, for the, uh ending day scenario in that it's not really a command in the bot but more of just toggling permissions and roles in the way that prevents them to to be able to play um mm -hmm. yeah and that's really all there is to it okay yeah so you die you go to the dead channel you're dead that's it <laughs> <laughs> the end the end um yeah i was just looking through the sort of the viewer side of the channels um, we have a map channel, which functions very similarly to the updates channel in Alliance, um, except in embeds instead of a list, right. but that, yeah. um, there was also a status channel with all the player statuses, uh, including a, the name, their names were all links to the channels they were in, which I really thought was mm -hmm. cool. And an attacks channel. This was with YAG. Just every yeah. time somebody attacked somebody. <laughs> every time that command was used yeah um yeah because like i think a big part of the trying to make this game in a way that worked for the players and the viewers was like obviously this is a very fast-paced game and so it's hard for people not in the game to kind of understand what's going on and so i think a big part of that was figuring out a system in which they know where to look to what's going on. They can kind of see everything at a glance without having to like switch between a million channels, especially with so many locations in the map, right? Yes. And I would even say it's difficult to know what's going on as a player, <laughs> I assume. Yeah. Um, it's hard to keep up with things. And I don't know that we ever really got to the point where it was 
reasonable as a viewer to do so it's just so there's just too much to like follow uh, by the mm-hmm. time you get to a channel there you know who knows what's happened since then if somebody's moved on i think once it got down to like two or three people that was much easier to keep up with but by and large it is uh not an easy spectator sport <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i think that kind of covers trials uh as it was um at the time um you heard it here first i guess that uh, we there are there's so the the intention behind trials one of the guiding ideas was we had all these people who'd played alliance and especially at the time wanted to play alliance for a second time uh wanted to play a third fourth fifth time and it just for a lot of different reasons that is not feasible in the near in the short term (laughs) even you know We'll have our second returning season later in 2024. Uh, who knows when the third one will be? And who knows when somebody will get a chance to play for a third time, if ever? Um, so, you know, the future is hazy. But Trials is something that in the first iteration, it took like 77 minutes. And, and, and like, if we did it a second time, the same seven people could play again. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh now and you know whatever and if we did it a third time the same seven people could play again and yeah especially and maybe not at, in, initially i think we were envisioning like a cap of like 20 people but like realistically like who cares how many people are playing if they're all able to show up um yeah i think i think part of it and you can correct me if i'm wrong is like this idea of like obviously like so much time goes into making commands for and all the sub channels and all the stuff that has to do with this so being able to have kind of an easy to set up easy to add stuff to mm-hmm. uh kind of little side thing that we can do for people that want to play is like kind of a, a nice thing to have yes. and i think that was kind of part of the goal with it it was um, absolutely um the I, the hope was like yeah we could run this every saturday if we wanted (laughs) like there's nothing stopping us um even if it was some even if it was set up as basic as the first iteration was uh you know like that's it has all the things you need tweak a few weapons here or there swap some channels out and uh good to go um but and and there are definitely people who i mean i think everyone i've talked to who played had positive things to say and I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed writing a like synopsis, a, a, a fictional synopsis up after the fact. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And, but I think like it just, for some reason, and I don't know what that reason is, uh, it is, I, I would say it's definitely part us just not like advocating for it enough, putting, mm-hmm. you know, getting, pushing it in, onto people. Um, is certainly not helping uh, but you know f- who knows how many other reasons like it's just a second ver- second game has not happened and it's been almost two years since then um, which hey if people don't want to play it that's fine uh, but some people really do from what I've who I've talked to so 
we are in the process of re of of analyzing the game and hopefully we'll come out the other side with something that is more accessible (laughs) um (laughs) probably bigger and um will hopefully if you are one of those people who does want to play because you didn't get to or played and want to do it again um we'll have that opportunity and yeah nothing will stop you uh there's no <laughs> yeah, I think... go ahead sorry go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say like at like throughout the seasons of alliance and like how like obviously like we've only done have we only have the two bot casts so far but so much has changed in the like back end of alliance over time and like gosh i look at this code of trials from like for from like for like years ago and it's like oh my gosh i would never i'm like i look at this and i'm like this could be so much better in so many ways (laughs) and it's like it's exciting to kind of i there's so much more i feel like we have so many more tools now Mm, of like cool stuff we can kind of do with this i think yes I agree. Um, even like me, who uh, I don't know. I, I guess I might have just absorbed through osmosis more coding information in that time just by like listening to you talk about it. Uh, like <laughs> I still, I feel like, oh man, we could do, we could do a lot more. We can do so much more um, with with trials and 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 how even even if we were replicating the exact version of the game we had initially. I think we could improve it greatly, but um, spoilers, like we're tweaking it significantly in a couple of different ways. And I I think it'll still feel like the game that, you know, Bird and Spencer and everybody played, but um, there will be some substantial changes to it as well. Um, I do want to say, so because there are going to be such changes, um, we as as is often the case with ideas i have <laughs> they get very big very quickly and um one of those things was uh that you know this is a game that takes place in the world that alliance takes place in and there are a bunch of different names and acronyms and things that go along with that uh that were not revealed and i don't know when they were going to be revealed um necessarily uh but i can uh reveal some of those now because (laughs) they may or may not still be useful i don't know yet but uh, i thought they'd be fun little easter egg things for people who are interested so trials itself is an acronym obviously trials in the definition of it like you know a challenge that you're overcoming like that works but uh we actually have an acronym for it and it stands for testing reactions in alternative survival uh the 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 idea there being these are this is a location um that is controlled and run by the scientists that work at nexus park uh in the future who are putting subjects into an alternative reality to test how they can survive against each other um 
was the sort of overarching theme going on there. Uh, the name of the bot is Arbiter, another word that kind of fits what we're going for, but that is also an acronym. Uh, Arbiter stands for Artificial Battle Instruction Training and Encouragement Robot. <laughs> um, that was pretty good, self-explanatory. Um, does everything it says. And finally, Bird, who won the first iteration, uh, became the first exemplar. That is the winner role in the server. Exemplar, uh, obviously, is, um, you know, its its definition fits with what is happening. It's, you know, somebody who serves as an example of what to do. Bird won. That's what you should do. You should win. However, it is also an acronym that stands for, and this might be my favorite of the three, um, <laughs> exemplary example of mighty perseverance living in alternative reality exemplary example is is a good one <laughs> um but those are some fun little tidbits uh i i mean i guess like you know whatever the new version looks like i would like to keep a lot of this that like these themes anyway so like there's probably gonna stay but yeah just a little 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 nugget of information for everybody mm -hmm. yeah, that's all i got <laughs> um so yeah uh as far as a new the new version of trials what that looks like what that will be how you'll get to play it i don't know when that'll be i don't have a timeline um yeah because obviously like with us making major changes it and also having never having not touched it in years <laughs> it's, there's there's a lot to do with it and i think yes with doing that on top of like in parallel with also doing the alliance seasons and outside of discord stuff i'm sure it'll take a lot of time yes uh i think we're hoping for 2024 but like we'll see uh, i guess now that this whenever this episode comes out i guess we can probably start including if there are any updates as we make progress through things and just to kind of keep anyone who's interested uh privy to that information sound good Sounds good. All right. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I think that's about it for trials and uh, this podcast. Anything you can yep. think of that we skipped over or missed? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, I guess thank you for joining me to discuss Invicta and trials and all the coding and stuff that goes along with it. Yeah, um, try my best. Yeah, and uh, I will see you back here for the espionage podcast. We have a lot of fun things to talk about for that season. Yes, 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 yes. All right, well, thanks again for your time, and uh, goodbye. Bye-bye. If you'd like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Our 14th season, Coronation, is now casting. There's no better time to apply than today. Afterward, head over to the HQ for off-season games, questions of the day, contests, and other fun stuff. Thank you for listening to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. So long, farewell, I'll be the same tonight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. Nothing's really left. 
or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So